Stellenbosch were looking to halt a run of poor results when they hosted DSTV Premiership leaders Mamelodi Sundowns at a blustery Darney Craven Stadium. Having been unbeaten for 11 games, Stellenbosch have lost their last two outings. Sundowns, on the other hand, are eight points clear at the top and have yet to taste defeat. The almost gale-force wind made for tricky aerial conditions and a free kick from the right by Sundowns required desperate defending by Stellenbosch to keep the ball out. Sundowns threatened again with a floating cross from the right. Grant Kikana's touch took the ball via a defender over the bar for a corner. Stellenbosch also tried to use the wind to their advantage. Junior Mendieta letting go from distance. Sundowns kept the ball on the ground. Peter Shalolile set up Tabisa Kutumela, whose powerful shot was well stopped by Shane Stevens in the Stellenbosch goal. Four minutes from half-time, the pace of Ashley Dupree down the left put Sundowns under pressure and Kulisa Mudar brought him down. Mendieta sent Kennedy Mwene the wrong way with a well-taken penalty. Stellenbosch 1-0 up. But try as they might, the home team were not able to keep the creative Sundowns attack at bay. Lyle Lekay was afforded space on the edge of the penalty area and he picked his spot perfectly for his second goal of the season. Lekay had another dip late in the game, the win making the save trickier than it should have been for Stevens. A job well done by the DSTB Premiership leaders Sundowns as they take a hard-earned point away from Stellenbosch. It had been a frustrating few DSTV Premiership matches for Amazulu leading up to their fixture against Royal AM at Moses Mabida Stadium on a run of three straight draws. The clash was a consecutive KwaZulu-Natal derby and a first with Royal AM. It was a fixture dominated by Usutu and as was the case in the derby against Maritzburg United, they could not convert the control to goals. Andre de Jong was closest to getting one for the hosts, but Hugo Nyame was up to the task. As things stood, Royal AM could go second on the log, even if temporarily. They'd have taken a win with open arms though, and would have had a chance to take a step towards it had they been given a penalty they appealed for. It was waved away by the officials, leaving the door open for Amazulu to take a lead, but Nyame shut it. De Jong was involved once more. And then he tried to take matters into his own hands, but Nyame was once again not beaten. Perhaps their best opportunity came late in the match, but as has been Amazulu's luck of late, a nearly open goal was missed. More frustration for Benny McCarthy and his team, who were held to a ninth draw from their 14 matches this season. So far, the weekend's DSTV Premiership action has produced just one win. Golden Arrows beating Chipper United away. Stellenbosch held the leaders to a draw. The last game of the weekend sees sixth-place Supersport United host fifth-place Sekakuni United. And you can see that on Supersport PSL. Sundown's fourth draw of the campaign has them nine points clear of Royal AM at the top of the DSTV Premiership table. Stellenbosch remain in fourth. Sekikuni United and Supersport United have the chance to move into the top three. At the other end of the table, a precious point for Swallows against Maritzburg United has the Doobie Birds on the same number of points as fellow basement dwellers TS Galaxy and Barocca. Matchday 6 in the Betking Ethiopian Premier League saw a clash between 5th place Abraminch and Walkiti, who were in 6th at the Hawassa University Stadium. Both teams had 2 wins, 2 draws and a loss and were on 8 points. Abraminch launched an attack in the first minute and earned a free kick on the edge of the penalty area. Habib Kamal's classy free kick beat the wall but not the acrobatic Sylvian Gobo in the Walkiti goal. And the big keeper was in employment again a short while later. He blocked a powerful first-time shot from Bile Gezang. 
Well, Kitty's first threatening move came from captain Getan Kebede when he lashed a shot into the grateful arms of Yishak Tegen in the goal. Arba Minch continued to look the more likely to score and three minutes into the second half, Ricardo Mekonen's instinctive volley hit the crossbar with keeper Gobo beaten. Muno Bekele was next to test the Abramench keeper from distance, but he was untroubled this time. Well, Kitty's chances were few and far between, and when they did come, they were off target. Kebeda blazing a shot over the top. It ended goalless at the Hawassa University Stadium. It was a clash of the top two in the Betking Ethiopian Premier League on Saturday at Hawassa University Stadium. Defending champions Fussel Kinema were out to unseat Walaita Ditcha, who occupied the top spot they wanted and caused problems as early as the third minute. Threatening early in the half and late as well, yet unable to break through as the teams went into the break scoreless, a half dominated by the defending champions. The same was true for the second half, in control but could not make it count on the scoreboard. Fussell thought they had early after half-time, but while the ball was in the back of the net, it was disallowed for an offside spotted in the build-up. That was the story of the day in Hawassa, with no goals, as the gap at the top remained with Walaita leading the way. Just one win on match day six of the Bet King Ethiopian Premier League, Addis Ababa City getting the better of Hadia Hosanna by one goal to nil. And there are four more games to come, all live on Supersport. It's early days in the Bet King Ethiopian Premier League season and there's little to choose between the top six. Leaders Waliata Dicha are just four points ahead of Olkiti City in sixth. At the other end of the table, it's also nip and tuck. Sepeta City, Hadia Hosanna and Jimmy Abba Jafar are still looking for a first win. The Blitzbox aimed for back-to-back -back victories in Dubai when they faced Australia in the cup final of the men's competition. Having extended their winning run to 23 matches with victory over France in the semi-final, South Africa would be the favourite heading into the match. However, Australia were on a high following a dominant victory in the semi-final over Argentina. South Africa were off to a blistering start as Sivive Soyezwapi stepped his way past the Australians for the opening score. Dupria to the captain, Soyezwapi steps inside and inside 45 seconds. South Africa are already on the board in the cup final. Australia regrouped and struck a blow late in the first half as Corey Toole was at hand to round off a good attacking move. The conversion by Dietrich Roach, handing them a two-point lead heading into the break. After absorbing pressure from Australia in the second half, the Blitzbox upped the tempo, taking advantage of a penalty from their own half before a multi-phase attack handed JC Pretorius the needed gap to outsprint the Australian defence to the line. Almost pays dividends, but JC Pretorius is off to the races and he will score. That's incredible. The turnover at one end, the try at the other, and South Africa take the lead with two to go in the cup final. A late charge by Australia nearly snatched a dramatic victory. However, a last-ditch pass went a begging, close to the line, letting South Africa off the hook with seconds remaining. The Blitzbox managed to hold their nerve to secure back-to-back -back victories in Dubai, albeit by the smallest of margins. Australia took us to the to the red there and took us to the wire. Really great effort from them. Uh, all cre um, credit to them for the performance they brought out out there. And I want to give uh, credit to my boys as well who 
held on the grip and uh, kept them out there at the end. Shelton Van Vake with the honour. The young man, the rookie these two weeks, lifts the trophy to celebrate another gold medal for the Blitzbox. What a moment for this squad. What a moment for that young man. Australia's women's sevens team went in search of back-to-back -back tournament trophies in Dubai as they faced Fiji in the final. The two-time World Seven Series champions got off to a great start as a try by Faith Nathan handed them the lead. Hushby on the outside, out it goes, and Nathan touchdown. Australia off the mark in the final. A score with the last move of the half by Madison Ashby handed Australia a well-deserved 10-point lead at the break. Though Fiji managed to half the deficit early in the second half through a Riapi Ulunisao try, Ashby added a second to her tally on the night to put the game beyond doubt and secure back-to-back -back victories for Australia's women's team in Dubai. Australia are the Dubai Sevens women's champions. They've gone back-to-back -back in the desert. Coach Cooks here and whew, guys, there's something amazing about being in a cricket change room or even the dugout. Your teammates are here, so there's a ton of banter. There's sixes flying over your head. There's someone's messy bag on the floor. But also, the best thing about it is whew, we're all here for the same goal and that's to win cricket matches. You spend a lot of time sitting and talking in cricket, which is why it's awesome when there are familiar faces and they encourage you to be the best version of yourself. Recently, our Super Sports School's cameras were at the iconic Hilton College where we got to know a lot more about the history of this incredible place in Midlands, the traditions, and then caught up with an SN19 star along with his very promising younger brother. It's very, very special to play here. I mean, since grade eight, when you come in here and it's under 14 festival um, and you get one game on Art Davis and you feel how special it is. Um, ever since, yeah, since grade eight, I've been wanting to play. Something special about this year because um, I got my boot to play with me, and I mean, want to do that obviously, obviously since we were very young. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite cool opening the bowling together. It's quite special. Um, it's quite not often that you have two brothers opening from each side, um, especially yeah, it's pretty cool. In terms of hundreds and fifers and stuff, I don't set statistics for myself to chase. But obviously, I have my older boy to set some standards for me in terms of bowling, and I have some records to break, hopefully. Um, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to the next few years, and yeah, I can't wait. Oh, you love to see it. Cricketers doing their thing, brothers doing their thing. Guys, I know there's other siblings out there killing it. So, download the Super Sports Fools app, hit me up on social media, and it could be their time to shine.